Hello and welcome to the UFO Thinker podcast. My name's Frank and let's get cracking with a little update. So this is a good a good indication of how fast the UFO news can can uh, can change from one day to the next. Uh, I did a, a pre-recorded episode earlier in the week. I can't remember what day it was now. I think Monday or Tuesday and uh, I was mentioning that Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, the director of Arrow, the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, um, was looking as though he was on the way out. And that was based on things that I'd heard on the grapevine and has been speculated about for quite some time, to be fair, for actually for months now. Um, But there was a Daily Mail article that came out that I was talking about in which it was speculated that he'd be leaving before the end of the year. Anyway, um, that episode went out on Patreon, but he's actually... As at the time of recording this, it's not actually out uh, on Spotify, uh, but already there's been a development on that. And essentially, a- according to a- an article in Politico um, that came out yesterday, the head of the Pentagon office responsible for investigating UFOs, Arrow of course, is stepping down from his post in December, he said in an exclusive interview on Tuesday. So, Sean Kirkpatrick the head of Arrow uh, is retiring from the federal government after nearly 18 months now in the job, which has flown by. Um, he apparently deferred his, his planned retirement to take on this specific job at Arrow. And, and apparently now he feels as though he has achieved his goals, he said. Um, well, depending on what his actual goals were, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I, I guess that's fair enough. But um he says, quote, I'm ready to move on. I've accomplished everything I said I was going to do. Um, and he also added that he had a, a few tasks to finish, including wrapping up the first volume of a historical review of the unidentified anomalous phenomena issue before he leaves. So I suppose, just to go back to what I was saying a minute ago, if his actual goals that he set out to achieve were to completely minimise this issue, to yeah, discourage people from coming forward to the office, to deliberately muddy the waters even more than they already were and to wriggle out of most of the obligations that had been put forward in the in the legislation that his office was supposed to actually do then he's done a fantastic job of achieving those goals but certainly hasn't done the job of of actually providing any answers uh, to what any of us have actually been interested in in the first place which is the actual interesting cases that Arrow may be aware of uh, I won't go into any much more detail uh, than than this I, I kind of talked about this quite a lot in the episode that I did a couple of days ago but now the main update here is just that Kirkpatrick himself has now said that he is going. So it's very interesting how these the word on the grapevine things backed up by an article that came out, you know, um, it, well, it clearly came to fruition. You know, a lot of the time people say, oh, it's fake news, it's not real, you know, this isn't... But it just goes to show that sometimes when you hear things on the grapevine, if they come from a trusted source, um, they can quite quickly be proven to be absolutely correct, which is uh, certainly has happened here. So I'll put this update out at the same time as the episode goes out so depending on which order you listen to them this might make more or less sense but anyway i just wanted to clarify it because otherwise people would be hearing me talking about how he may be going and despite the fact that he's actually now announced that he definitely is going so there we are um 
Another really interesting thing I thought I would mention uh, is an upcoming event, um, which is the the Soul Foundation. Now, uh, this is a, a basically a new scientific foundation, which aims to bring together world-class scholars and civil service experts to conduct academic studies into the implications of UAP. This is information according to the Soul Foundation website. The organisation um, aims to provide tangible policy recommendations to government leaders based on its cutting-edge research. The actual launch of the Soul Foundation actually took place all the way back in August. Um, it's something that I've has been on my radar, but I've not really had the chance to look into too much. I know Dave has been mentioning this on some of our roundtable episodes or the episodes that I've done with Dave, uh, but it's not something I've paid particular attention to. Uh, but I have been looking at this over the last few days uh, because there's an, this upcoming event, which I'll get to in a minute. But essentially, it's kind of like a the Soul Foundation is a bit like a think tank, I suppose, and um, they're bringing together these various people from sort of different disciplines uh, to research like the philosophical, policy, scientific in- implications of UFOs, um, the UAP. It's actually led by Dr. Gary Nolan. Uh, a professor in the Department of Pathology at Stanford University School of Medicine uh, and sociocultural anthropologist Dr. Peter Scaffish. I think I'm saying the name right there. Apologies if I've butchered that one. Um, but folks will probably remember my interview with Gary Nolan from just before Christmas last year, almost a year ago now actually, uh, that we did that interview. Uh, somebody who I always pay attention to and it's great to see uh, this particular effort seeming to come to fruition. Is it like a? They're aiming to get like a team of these world class academics and government experts, and 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 really make some 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 progress. And it also includes the former Inspector General of the Intelligence Community, Charles McCulloch, uh, who's actually serving as legal counsel. And they're going to be conducting research, providing this policy expertise to do with things that around UFOs and UAP, and just generally, as they put it, set the agenda for the wider study of UAP. And uh, certainly with the, the, the names involved in this, it seems to be a very, very interesting, incredible list of people. Um, as they put it, quote, as the revelation of the reality of UAP is likely to be world-changing in every sense of the term, Soul Foundation's mission is to be a leading source of research on the issue while providing the most informed and insightful policy recommendations to governments. The Foundation will encourage greater government transparency, drive collaborative sharing and review of academic insights, and champion methodical, scientifically robust assessment and analysis. And the upcoming event, which is actually going to take place on the 17th and 18th of November of uh, this year, of course, 2023, um, at Stanford University. And um, the the write-up on their website uh, here says, After decades of undeserved marginality, UAP are enjoying unprecedented levels of public interest and newfound legitimacy in academia, government, media and even venture capital. Yet this sudden turnaround is deepening rather than lessening the enigma of the phenomena, revealing not only all the questions about them have gone unanswered, but many more that must now be asked. Are some of these unidentified aerospace and undersea objects technological and non-anthropogenic? 
how can the natural sciences comprehensively study UAP and how are the humanities and social sciences uniquely poised to understand the phenomena? Perhaps most importantly, how should the United States, European and other governments respond to the likely reality of non-anthropogenic UAP, as well as the prospect currently acknowledged in congressional legislation that long-standing UAP intelligence and research programs have been concealed under extreme classification? Finally, how might the commercialization of open UAP research contribute to government disclosure and social acceptance of UAP and possible non-human intelligences? So, uh, sounds extremely interesting, and this is the kind of thing that's that's right up my street. You know, uh, very credible individuals, experts in the fields, all being brought together by uh, Gary Nolan, and... Um, the event that they're putting on is going to have a list of very interesting sounding speakers, such as Dr. Eric Davis, who I've quoted many times um, on the podcast, including the episode I did a couple of days ago, who's been very outspoken about crash retrievals and has been a consultant to some of these government programs like RSAP and ATIP and the UAP Task Force, etc. And is, of course, a theoretical physicist, a PhD in astrophysics, and uh, currently with the Aerospace Corporation. Um, Dr. Timothy uh, Galladay, I think I might be saying that wrong again. Uh, some of these names are trickier than they appear on the page. Uh, and he, he is the Rear Admiral of the US Navy, now retired, a former administrator of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Again, been quite outspoken, been a guest on some excellent podcasts recently. Uh, Avi Loeb's there, Leslie Keane, Charles McCulloch III, the ICIG um, during the Obama administration, who I believe is also representing David Grush as well. Uh, Chris Mellon is going to be there, uh, the former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defence for Intelligence and Staff Director for the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Again, somebody who I've quoted many times on the podcast. Uh, Diana Pasulka is there, a Professor of Religious Studies at the University of North Carolina. Um, Dr. Jacques Vallée is there. And very interestingly, um, we're also going to have another speaker, which isn't on the list on the website, interestingly enough, but has now been added to the lineup, which is Carl Nell, the very person who I had spoken about on the episode that I recorded a couple of days ago as being an extremely interesting individual uh, to watch out for as we go along. And uh, if you have followed my recommendation and watched the video that I linked in the episode's description, you would probably know quite a lot about the background of that person. Uh, or indeed, if you listen to the episode I recorded, I went into that into quite some detail, which I won't go into now, but certainly is uh, an extremely high-ranking individual with a very interesting background as it relates to the UAP issue in general and who has been very supportive of the comments and the revelations uh, from, from David Grush. And I'll actually just go back in to find the specific quote because I think it's, it bears repeating. So a very, very quick rundown um, of the background of Carl Nell, and then I'll, I'll read out the quote again. So this is somebody who's worked for the US Space Command as a commander and operations officer reporting directly to the Joint Chiefs of Staff, worked as a senior systems engineer at Lockheed Martin Missiles and Space, um, also deputy CTO of Northrop Grumman, another major defense control also worked for the DIA as part of the Foreign Material Program Command 
and uh, very, uh, very interesting background. And the quote, as provided uh, to the debrief as part of an article they put out all the way back uh, earlier on this year, and this is relating to the comments made um, by David Grush and the information he brought forward uh, when he first kind of uh, burst onto the scene, as it were. So the quote is, quote, his assertion concerning the existence of a terrestrial arms race occurring sub rosa over the past 80 years focused on reverse engineering technologies of unknown origin is fundamentally correct, as is the indisputable realisation that at least some of these technologies of unknown origin derive from non-human intelligence, unquote. And according to the agenda... What he's actually going to be doing his talk at the Soul Foundation on is going to be um, about the Schumer uh, Amendment in particular, the particular legislation and controlled disclosure. Now, I'd be very interested to hear what his take is on all of that, especially coming from the position um, that he's that he's been in in the past and, and what he might know about this. Um, I believe the the actual event itself is invitation only it's quite um uh it's quite a limited number the the website states that due to limited room capacity in-person attendance at stanford is by invitation only and professional requests to attend are welcome and should be made through the contact form below and i would have loved to have, have gone but certainly not in a position to be jetting across to stanford to be able to attend this but um uh, hopefully uh, some folks have been able to make it across there uh, but it does also say that video of the event will be made available at a later date unfortunately it doesn't specify when that will be but you can bet your bottom dollar that i'm going to be watching all of that um, certainly the vast majority of the speakers i'd be really interested to hear from and certainly the Carnell segment will be something I'll be, um, you know, waiting for with with bated breath. Um, so we'll just have to see. I mean, I know sometimes events put things out relatively quickly after the event takes place. Other times it can be weeks or even months. So um, we don't know at this point when that's likely to be. Um, and just to finish off, um, there's been a, a quite concerning, I suppose, announcement from James Fox the director and producer of the Phenomenon movie and also a moment of contact uh, where he goes into, he posted a video on X where he's talking about um, how he's had some very significant challenges uh, recently and um, he refers to it as a devastating career issue that he's been dealing with for the last eight months. He says he can't go into too much detail at the moment, but more will come soon. Um, and essentially says that um, he'll be making this full announcement and uh, he can't talk about it yet because of ongoing sort of legal issues. Uh, but he does say that uh, if he did what's being done to him, he would go straight to jail unbelievable what these executives or execs as he puts it can get away with so it sounds as though from those responses that he's receiving significant um pressure perhaps from within the the hollywood film industry and um, we all know if you've been following what he's up to that he's been working on a documentary which is scheduled for release in 2024 um, and he's clearly under some kind of significant pressure from what looks like perhaps Hollywood studio executives. I mean, I'm speculating here, but that seems as though it, it may be uh, what what the case is. And um, 
his latest update on his actual films, November the 2nd, he'd put out that the film is 98% shot already. Uh, and he's currently in the edit room for the next four to six months. Uh, he'd previously said that he's hoping to get the, the film out in about, around about mid-2024. So we've got a little wait for the film to actually come out. Um, as we know, once something has been shot, there's quite a lengthy process of, of editing and production before it eventually makes it out on whatever platform it ends up coming out on. Um, but there's been some, some hints dropped about very uh, specific you know um sort of revelations that may be coming in this in this uh, uh in this new upcoming film so very interested to see what it's all about when it comes out and um uh, you know i've got a lot of time for james fox i just hope that he's he's all right because you know it certainly doesn't sound like a very nice position to be in um you know personally and we'll find out more about this um and you know we'll we'll see how it goes from there. But I just main thing is I hope James Fox is all right. A big fan of his films and his approach to the topic, and he's clearly very passionate about it. Um, but we'll see. So there we go. Just wanted to provide a couple of of quick updates to tag on to the end of the episode I did the other day because UFO news moves very quickly, uh, especially at this point in time. So um, yeah, there we go. Just to set the record straight after the slight changes, everything I'd actually said in the previous episode turned out to be correct so there's not really a um you know anything that i need to amend that i'd originally said it's just that it is now it has now happened um and also there were these couple of other bits i wanted to just mention as well so there we are short one today just a quick update and i'll be back next week with a, a another full-length episode so i hope everybody is doing well out there and uh, in, enjoying what's going on this these fascinating times that we live in and uh, till next time stay curious and take it easy and i'll catch you in the next episode UFO Thinker Podcast.